You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. I don't want to edit it. There we go. All right. Now I'm told we're good. Welcome to Boss on the Liberty Podcast. This is episode number 103 of the Central Indiana's Favorite Podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill, joined today by co-host Mr. Chase Payton and Mr. Dakota Davis. Today's episode features Mr. Jordan Page, uh, who is Ron Paul's favorite musician. Uh, we are going to be talking to Jordan about a guy named Schaefer Cox, um, and a story that's been going on with him that Jordan is very involved in. <laughs> Chase's phone. It sounds like the office over there, buddy. <laughs> but we will be talking to Jordan about Schaefer Cox. Um, we're going to talk for probably a few minutes about CMUs, which is a, a different type of prison. I think that's masonry. Uh, it's called communication management units. And there's only two of them in the United States. And that is the type of prison that Schaefer Cox is uh been sentenced to. Then we're lucky we will, enough to have one right here in central Indiana. Yeah, we're going to give you guys a, a, a preview of Jordan's song. And then we're going to be talking about the city elections for the city of Newcastle, Indiana. And then Chase has got something going on in his it's life huge. right now. huge. Um, big, big news. Big news. So you make sure you stick around to the very end of the episode it to figure happened. out <laughs> what's going on with Chase Payton. <laughs> Oh, man, Hans is going to be so happy. This show is about our lives in rural Indiana. As always, we promise that our episodes are going to be a fun and an easy listen. Uh. So apparently my dad doesn't watch the show. Really? Yeah, he called me. Oh, just <laughs> thanks, now? Thanks for the support, Dad. <laughs> just now. Just now. Oh, my. So uh, this is a podcast. We're here, everybody. We are. I am. I, I am so hopped up on cold medicine, it's unreal. He's been super um, on edge today. I have been different. I've been different than normal. I, yeah. I if you watch my Snapchat today, it was like uh it, does Snapchat it, still exist? It still exists. <laughs> Sarah tells me to be nice to Katie. Katie's wonderful. Why do you tag Katie in this, Sarah? Are you trying to cause trouble? I'm gonna have to delete that comment. Uh you just unplugged Crap. my headphones, Jeremiah. Oh, big feet. You guys carry on. Well, here pretty such a he's a bull in a china shop already, and then whenever he gets hopped up on drugs, it just gets three thousand times worse. This is why you all need to go to the Amazon wish list and purchase the headphone extension cables. We have two of them already. Once we get those purchased, then we can finally move the headphone amp away from our table. I'm going to be honest, Chris. This feels like a prison. It feels like a it prison. It feels like a prison. I can't move the way I want to. I'm tied in here. Hi, Jason Harold. Guffy is on the ground, rolling around. He is, he's going above and beyond as Mr. Producer tonight. Can I be your butt buddy, Jer? I don't know what that means. You said it felt like a prison. <laughs> okay, well, hand you are your, already... Hand right. me your pocket, Jer. <laughs> You're already starting off really strong. Uh, remember what happened whenever you started with this type of language said, last time? I said no bad words there. So, so we're going to be said, joined in about five minutes. We are on the clock. Jordan Page is going to call in in five minutes, allegedly. And uh, <laughs> uh, 
Dakota, what have I gotten us into? What, set the stage a little bit. I don't know. Um, I talked a little bit about it in the intro, but Jordan worked in the with the Ron Paul campaign. Um, he's written a song about Schaefer Cox. Uh, you can find out about that story at freeschaefer.com. So we're going to be talking to him about that and uh, giving you guys a listen to his song, as long as he's okay with it. I, I, I don't want to promise anything. This is a media, and then him say, "No, you can't play no, my it, song it, for free." It's the uh, it's a promotional deal, man. This is uh, this is he's on the he's on the tour. Some would say he's the songbird of our generation. So Jordan is a uh, <laughs> Jordan is a longtime family friend of the Moral family. He uh, when we first got to know him, he he was the artist for the Look at Ron you. Paul campaign. Scooting over. What so in much. the world is he doing down there? I don't know. What 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 is your what are you doing? You moved the light, so now the light was on the screen. <laughs> behind you. Oh, oh my gosh, Jeremiah! It is such a day. All right, so Jordan was the uh, the the guy for the Ron Paul campaign, uh, and he met my mom and my a few of my aunts, and somehow he was they the guy the these the singer right like you oh. Google it if you you know Ron Paul music or whatever he was he was like Ron Paul's band uh, essentially for the campaign. It was very grassroots at that time in politics. So somehow he and my uh, my mom and the number of her sisters met each other. One thing led to another, and uh, he wound up moving to Rush County, Indiana, uh, and lived here for a number of years. Uh, a few of his uh, kids were born uh, living uh, living in Rush County. Um, played some some. He actually played the very first fundraiser I had. Mark Rutherford was there. We're at the Elks Club in uh, in Rushville, Indiana, back when I ran in twenty twelve. One second, we're getting a phone. Call. Here we go. This is uh this is the moment. Hello, can you hear us? Yes. Oh, how are you doing today, sir? I'm good. How are you? We're doing well, doing well. All right. Jordan, Jeremiah here. How are we doing, man? Good to hear from you. Good to hear you too, Jer. It's been a long time. It has. Welcome uh, welcome to the Boss Hog of Liberty. You've got, uh, I don't know if you saw the, the live uh, feed there or not, but we are, we're live on Facebook. Uh, Dakota Davis is here. Chase Payton is here. And uh, we're talking to uh, a handful of people live here, and then it'll be out on the podcast here shortly. Okay, fantastic. So, tell us. Uh, I was before before you joined us. We were going over the uh, kind of the history of you uh, in the the Ron Paul movement and the Liberty movement, and talking about how you were here in Indiana for a while, and that's how we got to know each other. But uh, tell us, I guess, what you've been up to now, and then uh, we'll go from there. Sure. Yeah. We well, yeah, so I got my I got quite a boost from the from the Ron Paul days, and I would I would tour around with Dr. Paul on his uh, campaign events, running for president, and I would get the crowd all all hopped up before he'd come out, and you know it was it was it, I went from playing in bars where twenty five drunk people could care less that I was there to playing in front of twenty five hundred people who all knew the words to my songs, and it was just a you know it was just a great time in my life, and got to participate in something really beautiful that uh, that had a you know a long lasting impact, lots of ripples there. Um, I continued, you know, after the Ron Paul movement kind of, you know, fizzled out, I, I, I continue to write songs about things that I care about and, and, and all the different movements that have come out of that, you know, I mean, Ron, the Ron Paul movement encompassed so many things and then it, it but, it, but it was very much centered around him as an answer. And once that was no longer in the cards, you know, people kind of branched off into their own factions and, and took on issues that they really cared about. And that's really where I'm at too. You know, I, I care very much about a number of issues and those are the causes that I, I do activism for. And I, and I write about, um, you know, I, I, the, the 
Sonora for Lavoie Finnicum, who the, the Arizona rancher who was murdered by uh, federal agents in, in Oregon several years ago, wrote a song for him. And that's actually coming out in a, uh, a documentary series called Dead Man Talking. It's going to be a featured song in that uh, in that film and part three, I believe. And that's that's this year. Um, I for the last you know few months, uh, really I think since June, uh, I, I've had a I've had a project that I've been you know working on and really that's been on my heart, which is you know I guess why we're kind of talking tonight is about uh, Schaefer Cox. And Schaefer Cox, for those of you who don't know his name, he is an American political prisoner. He was a Ron Paul libertarian, just like me, just like any, just like a lot of us were. And he was up in Alaska. He was running for office. He was he was getting a lot of traction. And he was he was a delegate to the 2009 Continental Congress. Uh, just an amazing guy, a pillar of his community. But he was poking the bear where the bear didn't want to be poked. And he was calling out child trafficking networks connected to CPS and corrupt judges and police and, and in, in Alaska and Fairbanks. And they uh, they sick the dogs on him. And he was they, he was targeted for assassination by the FBI. And when that failed, they they cooked up a, a conspiracy to charge him with conspiracy to murder federal agents. This is a a crime that never took place, and there there is no evidence that it ever took place. Um, he was he was you know uh, he he preached nonviolence. He had a very Gandhi like message. Uh, he was quoted on tape as saying, "If they ever come for me, I'm going to pull a Gandhi, not a Rambo." And and that's exactly how things went down. And Schaefer was uh, he was framed and 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 ambushed and uh, went through a, a kind of a kangaroo court kind of trial where. The prosecution, you know, was was guilty of gross, grave misconduct and withheld exculpatory evidence that would have set him free. But the goal here was not to have justice be done. It was to silence this man, which they did. And during the trial, they moved him to Washington from Alaska so that no witnesses up for up there would test be able to testify on his behalf. A lot of dirty, underhanded stuff went on, and he was sentenced to 26 years for conspiracy to murder federal agents, which, which again is a crime that never took place. So um, recently, he, uh, in, in August of 2017, his solicitation charge was dropped. So without solicitation, there can't be a conspiracy, but they're still holding him un, un, unlawfully holding him. And he's in, in, in Indiana in a federal prison here now, as I understand. And it's Dakota, you said this he, is yeah, something called in, a CMU. Yeah, he's in Terre Haute and in, in the CMU uh, communication management unit. There's, I think there's two of these types of, of, prisons in the United States. And, and they're, they're both, you know, basically black site prisons. He has very little communication with the outside world. He has no visitors. He has, he, he's allowed two phone calls a week for 15 minutes. Um, and yeah. he has allowed access to, to email, but all of his communications are heavily monitored in the, uh, um, in the show notes that I, that we include for the Patreon members, there's a uh, link to a YouTube video, um, that is a TED talk on CMU prisons or communication management mm-hmm. units, and I I'll, I'll be honest I'd never heard of of these types of uh, of prison cells before, um, and the TED talk was very very eye opening and uh, I actually wound up uh, researching more about the the CMU that is present here in our own state and learned a ton, um, just about all the the shady dealings that happen with the, with the CMUs and how they're uh, barely legal because of some loopholes that were present, made present in the Patriot Act. And uh, they're at, they're even described. The one in Terre Haute is described by the guards there 
as Little Guantanamo. That's, crazy. That's correct, and 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 for, for 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 many reasons, not the least of which is that the vast majority of the of the population there are are Muslim, you know, basically like radical ISIS Muslim type people that that have been put there. Uh, Schaefer was moved there. He he was actually um, his his life was threatened, and he and he survived an attack in a in a prison that went in Marion, Illinois, previously to being moved to to the CMU in Terre Haute, Indiana. And they, he went out, out, of, out of the frying pan and into the fire because 98% of that population in Terre Haute is all, you know, radical Muslim, you know, members of ISIS. And uh, back in October of 2018, uh, Schaefer and the, and, and the very few Christians who were in that, in that CMU prison uh, were, were together uh, singing hymns and, and praying together with the Bible. And they were, um, they, they were happened upon by a very large group of Muslims who, um, who had basically put a hit out on all the Christians and they grabbed one of his, one of the Schaefer's friends right in front of him, tied his hands behind his back and sawed his head off with a homemade prison garret uh, with a, with a little, yeah. basically made, made wow. with a wire in Marion, Illinois. And when that say again, that happened in, in Marion, Illinois. That happened in Terre Haute, uh, Indiana, in, in, in the CMU. Wow. Okay. And the guards that were present did nothing. They stood there and watched. They didn't intervene. These guys are on their own. Uh, the, the, the next guy they grabbed, they stabbed 12 times and, and slit his throat. Miraculously, that man survived. Schaefer and his other friends were able to save him. But the first man was not, was not lucky, and he, and he died a gruesome, horrible death. And, and he died as a Christian martyr, essentially. So... Uh, Schaefer leaked this this information out of the prison to his his legal team, uh, and was punished for that by being sent into the deepest darkest dungeon that they have there for thirty days in pitch black, and um, without communication. And you know, they're, they're, the the conditions for the prisoners in this place are absolutely horrific. They're all basically starving, suffering from different types of diseases, scurvy, you know, like diseases related to starvation. Um, they're completely, they're very malnourished. They, they, they have, they, I mean, there, there really is no, there's no life there. And Schaefer doesn't, be, doesn't belong there. You know, I mean, he, no, I don't believe anyone belongs there, but least of all Schaefer Cox, who was a, a nonviolent, peaceful man who stood up for, for liberty and, 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 and for the constitution and committed no crime. I mean, he literally committed no crime. There was no crime committed. I can't stress that enough. Um, and so someone, uh, you know, but before he was moved to, to the CMU, the previous prison he was at, he was writing lyrics and, 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 and poetry on some papers before, right, right as he was taken out. And he thought that those lyrics were lost forever. They were in a pile of papers on a table in a common room. Somebody, and we don't know who, read those papers and was so moved by them that they kept them safe and smuggled them out of the prison and got them into the hands of Schaefer's team, who then published them into a book. Well, someone gave me this book at an event that I was at back in June uh, in Washington State, and this book had a very profound impact on me because I knew who Schaefer was, but I didn't know much about him. I went and learned all about him. I read the book. It broke my heart, and I, um, I started talking to people that I knew who knew him and were in touch with him, and this, I decided I was going to write a song for him. And so I wrote the song called The Persecution of Schaefer Cox. I think it's one of the best songs I've ever written and certainly one of the best produced songs I've ever done. So and we have a we I have a little bit of that the, ready now if you wanna if you wanna play it, producer Chris, we'll we'll give people a little sampling of it. And then this is this song's gonna be released here in the next uh, next few days, correct, Jordan? 
it, it'll be released on March 10th, which is the, uh, the, the anniversary of his arrest. He was arrested on March 10th, 2011. All right. We're going to play it. Okay. Uh, should be playing, but <laughs> <laughs> hold on. One second. Oh man. Producer Chris, you're earning your, you're earning your pay. Uh, zero. Yes, I know. <laughs> We're good. Da, da, da. All right, here, let's try this. Heaven, I'm giving up. Here I stand, here I fall. Someday soon, I'll be free. What a day that will be. There we go. That's the uh, you have to pay you have to pay extra to hear the rest of it I guess is that right Chris That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Donate sound, to the shepherd. You sound good as always, Jordan. Man, that's awesome. Thanks a lot, very much. Well, we did a video for this song too. I, I, I'm working right directly with Schaefer's Foundation uh, called Schaefer's Angels, and people can find that at freeshafer.com. The goal here, guys, is to is because the judge in his case just last month ordered all that exculpatory evidence the prosecution withheld, he ordered it to be released. So Schaefer has a real shot at getting out and not serving the remainder of his sentence. He served eight years of 26 years, hasn't seen his children in five. So what we need to do is direct people to, to freeschafer.com, learn all you can about Schaefer and get on his email list to get updates and his letters from prison and, and donate to his legal defense fund because that's what we really need to do. I'm commi- I've committed 50% of all the sales of the song directly to that, and I'm probably going to do more. Um, I made Schaefer a co-author of the song because I took a few lyrics from his book and I put them into the song. I wanted him, I wanted his vo- his voice directly to be heard, and so so I'm sending 50% of all the of all the, the sales at, at least 50% directly to the foundation to pay for his legal costs, which are substantial. That's really what we need help with right now is is paying for his legal. So freeshafer.com, you can find the you'll find the song on iTunes, on Amazon, on Google Play. You can find it at my website, jordanpagemusic.com, at cdbaby.com. That's my distributor. You can get it directly from them. We actually keep more of the money when you buy it directly from cdbaby.com. And all those links will be on my website, jordanpagemusic.com and on freeshafer.com. So I encourage your listeners to learn all they can about Schaefer Cox. This is a nonviolent, peaceful person who was who was unfairly targeted and framed for a crime that didn't that he didn't commit, and he was railroaded at every at every turn by the establishment. They wanted to just lock him up, throw away the key, so his voice couldn't be heard. Well, his voice has been heard, and his message is getting out there. And I'm helping. I'm I'm one of many people who's helping to carry it, but I just happen to write a song about it. And we're releasing that song and video on this coming Sunday. Very impressive, Jordan. Thank you for joining us. Uh, are there other uh, other commercial projects you're you're working on nowadays that uh, folks can support your other music? Uh, sure, people can support me on Patreon. It's Patreon.com/slash Jordan Page Music. And you know, I'm I'm working on putting together a new album. I've got plenty of songs for a new record. And uh, you know, I'm 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 a partner in a in a blockchain company, and we're building systems that are going to change the world. Uh, that's really exciting. It's called Stepwise, and uh, and I'm I'm writing songs all the time. But uh, the Schaefer Cox song is the I think the most important work that I'm doing right now. And we're gonna be do we're gonna be pushing this for a few months. You know, trying to you know sell the song and 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 you know make the video go viral. So it'll be on YouTube, and it'll it'll be on all the all the websites I've mentioned: JordanPageMusic.com and FreeShaper.com. 
So I encourage everybody just to check it out and share it as much as you can. Awesome. Thanks for joining us, Jordan. All the, all the best to Mary and Drew and uh, <laughs> the rest of the brood. All the kids. And, and the million kids. Yeah, yeah that's right. Kids. Every time I turn around, there's another baby in the Page family. Yeah, we're, we're all done now. We're just raising them now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks for calling in. All right. Thanks for having me on. All right. Bye-bye. All right. So there you go. Hey, Chris. Are we, are we clear, Producer yeah. Chris? You go ahead and unplug the lap. Yep. Nope. There you go. And the hum will go away. Woo. Woo. I, I'll tell you what. On cold medicine, it is stressful doing a phone interview. <laughs> <laughs> it's stressful being around you when you're on cold. Oh medicine. my god! I, I said earlier, I feel so bad for Sarah. Dakota is like uh, Jeremiah. You are you are on edge today, and that's why that was that's the uh, that's the excitement. I came in and he was clapping his hands, <laughs> <laughs> like doing say, every time he say something. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, when I am, I, I'm in rare form when I'm on a tight time frame. Anyway, so it was. We've got a new computer. We're setting up. We've got to make it all work, and we've got a hard time that we're going to be on the air to do a phone interview. We are not pros so at the phone interviews. The, not yet, but it sounded we really good. We got good that time. We were, we were decent there. We did all right. So a um, couple of things else that I want to mention with the Schaefer-Cox story. This is basically just on the CMUs because I think this is really interesting. Um, something I had no idea existed before, before this was brought up. But basically, there was a, there was something similar to a CMU, um, but was even more restrictive that was set up directly after the Patriot Act. And uh, the Center for Constitutional Rights actually had them shut down, um, I think it said in like 2000, I don't remember what it was, like 2010 or something. And then the federal government just was like, okay, you can shut those down. We're going to open these things called communication management units. And basically why that why it's called a communication management unit is because it's designated for prisoners who they believe um, their message is dangerous to society. It's a danger to American society. If what they're saying gets out. Right. So, and that's, it's very interesting that, you know, okay, so, so Jordan hadn't met Shaver. The story really wasn't out there, and somehow the papers or his documents get released, and it turned 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 into a book. Um, I'm very interested in seeing the book now and reading reading his account. Right? I'm, I think I'm going to buy it. So, Hody Johns, uh, there's <laughs> another the one. Next book there's another one to add to the reading list. Yeah, a poor Hody. He just finished the Lucifer Effect. It's a it's a very long long. Um, Are you tricking Hody and saying you're reading these books, and really it's not happening? I'm about halfway through it. Hody, the next book. one you should read is Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> so it's a pretty good read. I've read it. Have you? No. <laughs> You're gonna wait. For but it I've to seen the on, movies. You're gonna wait for it to come out on VHS. I've Why, seen the movies. VHS. Why would you lie to Hody like that? <laughs> <laughs> you upset Hody. Hody works. Hody is the hardest guy in Wall in the entire Wall network. Hody is. He is like. He's one of my faves. He is still trying to impress Spangles. What's happening? Unlike the rest of us, we, gave we, up just, on that we just don't care. <laughs> Cody is trying hard. Yeah, the, the CMUs are interesting. Um, we forgot to post the show notes in the Patreon. They're in there group. now. Are they? They're in there now. So the Patreon members have access to the show notes, and there is a link to a YouTube video about a TED Talk on um, on CMUs, and uh, it's, a, it's really good. It's not, not a very long watch. I think it's like 10, 15 minutes long, but it's super informative about 
what this is about. And the TED Talk is coming from a uh, journalist that was actually able to gain access into one and interview a couple of prisoners. Um, yeah, really interesting. Did he get himself arrested to go in? No, he he basically fought for a few years um, for his right to be able to go and tour the prison okay. and, and visit these people. So basically what, and he, he didn't go to the one in Terre Haute, but he, uh, basically what happened was the entire prison went on lockdown whenever he went in and he was allowed to talk to one inmate wow. and, and they had to select and they, they, they got the one to he could talk to the inmate. Yeah. Yeah. It's, the, they're, they're probably, shady. Probably business. a deaf mute, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had never heard of him before tonight. Yeah. I, I, I had heard of him. So you didn't read the show notes before you came? No, I never read the show notes, <laughs> to be honest. So uh, we'll get into it in a while, but we're, you're going to have a suspension for this. I do. I, I do. You're going to be news. suspended. Big news. You got something to talk about. What are you drinking over there, buddy? Um, he just finished, Space you know, dust, man. Space does. No, what's the other thing? Uh, Budweiser. What is Powered the by wind energy. Is it the official beer of the Bud Ho- Boss Hog of Liberty? It the bu- is, the Bud Hog of Liberty? I drink one every I'm show. I'm not saying that. We got in enough trouble for putting a windmill in the logo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chase, you're, you're, you're cruising for a suspension, buddy. Oh, no. We're going to have to do something. All right. Uh, have to do something. All right. So some, there's, there's some more news. Big news that happened this weekend on Saturday. Producer Chris Guffey uh, threw his name in the hat and decided to run for the nomination for the... He, did, he just threw his name in the hat. He didn't throw his hat in the ring. Right. He threw his name in when, the hat. When did we throw the hat in the ring for him? We're not... There's no ring. Um, and just, I and I picked the name out of the hat. And I'm oh. keeping the hat. So... <laughs> <laughs> My hat will not be thrown. Justin Kelly wants to know if that's a 40 or a 32. It's, it's a 40. 40. It's a 40. Do I look like a, a pansy? <laughs> <laughs> so I also drink this thing, too. Two. 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 <laughs> Minnesota. So the Chris, bears. Chris decided that he was, he was going to put his name in the hat for the Libertarian Party nomination to run for City Council Ward 3. And on Saturday, a vote 8 to 0 he secured the nomination. Now, so, wait, so that was a close one. Yay. Well, congratulations to Chris. I heard other people had their constitutional right taken away to vote in the primary, but yet you were allowed to vote. How did that happen? It's true because the Libertarian Party does not make the taxpayers pay for their private party business by holding a uh, a primary that would cost us thirty thousand dollars. We decide to do our private business by ourselves. My wife and I went. Ourselves. It cost me forty seven dollars. It did. Yeah, it was it's twenty two dollars a ticket to get in uh, to the convention. Uh, basically. Mine cost me a little more than that. Did it? What the hell did you do? You uh-huh. went. You went. You went and, and wanted to guarantee that you were going to look good. So you went to sure the men's did. the men's shirt house or something. The men's warehouse. <laughs> yeah, bought me some jackets. Just had to look nice. And Why'd good. you buy two jackets? Because they were buy one get one free. <laughs> Best kind of. Style. How much? I mean, what, what, like yeah, I know I bought. I bought an extra jacket at Goodwill. I was so excited to find a jacket that fit me at Goodwill, and it was seven dollars. Mm-hmm. Would you? I mean, if you went and paid retail, I assume that's like I don't know ninety five dollars. How much is a jacket nowadays? <laughs> ninety bucks, <laughs> 80, eighty bucks. No, what? what? I dropped four hundred and thirty dollars. Oh, shoot! Did you buy the whole suit or just the jacket? Just the jackets. The pants were an extra two hundred. But it was buy one get one free for four hundred dollars. Yes, it was, sir. 
I tell you and what, that's you like think, uh, Dakota's. And, and you're going to be Mr. Boots. Fiscal Responsibility on the council. Mine was buy one, get two free. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he only had to drop $600. <laughs> Dakota wasn't even drunk yet. I dropped 200 What do you wear? Which pair of boots are you wearing, wearing tonight? I'm not wearing any. Why not? One pair is my around the house work boots. Um, my suede pair is reserved. And then my black pair, have you, have you, the black pair I got are the most uncomfortable <laughs> shoes I've ever put on my feet. <laughs> so I don't wear them. Chris, I'm just going to warn you, man. I only vote straight ticket Republican. <laughs> well, there's it's, no Republican so running much against easier. me. There's no ro- Republican running against well, me. Well, then I'm not, not going to vote. Not yet. You don't you're live not, in You're district. not even in the district. You live in the county. I and no, Justin Kelly, I didn't get 15% off because I didn't sign for that credit card. Okay. You're, so you're Chris, like the way you look. Chris, you are running I do. you are running against uh incumbent Democrat Jerry Walden. Exactly. Uh in Ward 3, right? Chris, yeah. why, why don't you come sit down over here for a minute? Widen the camera out and just have a seat in the interview chair. Yeah. We'll start the candidate I, series. I think we now. have the levels okay. Um Come on over. Come on over, buddy. As long as that mic isn't I'm, muted anymore. I'm glad you dressed yourself nicely. So, well, Chris, I'm coming, I'm coming just from How work. do you feel about wind farms? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I love that they make Budweiser. Are you going to stick one right in the middle of 1400 Plaza? Ex- that's actually my plan, is I was going to take now, just a giant windmill. They wrote about you in the newspaper this week, man. So anything actually, you say could be put in print. They, I know, I know. They didn't write about I, him in the newspaper. I say that sarcastically, all people listening. It did say information provided. Who provided that information? That'd be my lovely chairman. Your chairman wrote that, eh? Mm. Look at him. He's so lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Why weren't there any pictures in there? Did you, did you, did you? I sent headshots. You didn't, they didn't print the pit photos? They didn't want them. Why not? And they, you know what? You I look noticed. darn good in those new photos. Mm, I know. New photos, not nude photos. Who, new. who provided Ooh, those? New photos. Who provided those photos? My chairman, Dakota. What I tell you what, taking them beer pictures, make he, he's getting phenomenal. Yeah, I can take some pretty good pictures just because I've learned a lot taking pictures of beer. <laughs> just adjust. Just, just. <laughs> so tell, tell us, you've, you've started this process of running for office. Yeah, that's correct. You're a first-time candidate. That is true. You volunteered on a... On a failure of a campaign last year, mine. Uh, yep, what, what's it been failure. like in the candidate chair? What's the difference? What's uh, what kind of stuff do you have to worry about? I didn't realize that there was so much paperwork to fill out. Like, how long did it take you? It didn't take me long because I actually did it on the computer. But okay. like, there was just stacks. Just the CFA. Oh, the, the CFA four. Fi- yeah, like the financial expenditures. Yeah, but, but half of that you don't need to fill out right now. Well, yeah. All I did was fill out the front page. Yeah. All zeros because you haven't raised or spent any money yet, right? Nope, not yet. Right. But we do it just to be safe. We so, don't want we don't want to cause any troubles or ruffle any feathers. Yeah. And so there's Because that. if you win, if if you win, a libertarian wins, then there's gonna be people going through everything with a fine tooth comb. <laughs> yeah. You know what, Chris? You've earned my vote. Move to uh War Three. Okay. Do you want to move into his his uh, his spare bedroom? I don't have sure. a spare bedroom. Do you have a basement? I don't have a basement. Uh, you, you said the closet? other week that your cat has its own room. The whole house is his room. <laughs> Do you have a closet? I've been known to live in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> I can, yeah, I can get you in the closet. It's no problem. Fun so, fact, I did have a roommate that lived in my closet <laughs> in college. I do have some uh, meetings lined up. just to. So you're, you're on a grand tour in the campaign? Yep, trying to get my, my finger on the pulse, what everybody thinks. 
what we can do better. What you they giving think. out your phone number yet? Or are people calling you? No, not yet. Uh, I mostly, bet it starts with a seven. Ooh, it does. It goes seven six five five nine one twenty six ten. There's that jingle. Really, is that your phone number? Yeah, that's exactly my phone number. All right. There's a. Uh, I gave mine out yesterday. So. Yeah, it's true. So if you listen, if you go back to the Patreon feed, we we didn't really pitch it or thank the guys at the front end, but uh, we do appreciate the Patreon folks. Uh, if you go to patreon.com slash boss hog liberty, that's what pays the bills around here, and you guys get extra bonus content. We spent a lot of time in the uh, in the studio. Guffy and I did on, on Sunday. Sunday. I know. And there was a there were some test phone calls that we did on yep. Sunday. We put those together. I taught Chris how to edit, uh, and he's going to learn how to do it again tonight at the end of the show. But uh, I'm on cold medicine, so I forgot where this is going. Nah, of uh, course. <laughs> we were going to thank the Patreon members we because we forgot to at the beginning of the show. But there so was, thank you. Chrissy the, Avery. Okay. Hody John. <laughs> Hody John's is one, but he's not one of the people that gets the John privilege. John Phillips. Oh, my gosh. Oh. We gave something out for free. <laughs> John Phillips. Christopher Bilbrey. Chris Bilbrey. All those guys. Craig DaCosta, of course. Christopher Bilbrey. Uh, he will Brantley be on. Brantley Spicer. And Brent Spicer. Hey, look at this. Chase is coming in prepared, hot. Man. He's got I, two of the I people. I got my boy Brent. Maybe we won't have to suspend you. He pays me, you know, 20 I'm bucks still... on the side just to say the F word. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if anybody wants to get a hold of me and they use that number, I prefer you just text me first. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was going to say is that... He the, is the single, Patreon... though. So if you're a girl... Yeah, go, hit... And available. Make it rain. Right there it is. Just make it rain. So... Yes. What I was trying to say is that last night, again, we went live in the Patreon group on the video side. I don't think the audio is there, but if you're in the Facebook group, you've joined Patreon, you get added to that Facebook group, you can hear Dakota explaining his uh, his his old ringer, your answering ringer, your, ring, your, your, your answering machine. It was a jingle yeah. you wrote yourself. I'm not going to give it out. you got to watch the video. You gotta, you, you gotta, gotta go join back. the Patreon. And I, and I then brought up the old George Costanza one that you wouldn't play for anything. Finally, I made you <laughs> play it. I finally made you play it when I drove here into the studio, and then you laughed like a terrorist. Twenty minutes later, <laughs> play my song. See? <laughs> I showed up. I'd been here for two hours. Yeah, I was ready to leave. <clears throat> you were here for two hours. Guffy and I were here for probably three to four. Yeah, to the point where Sarah was. Notably angry with me on Sunday. It's true. Uh, dinner Just because you didn't keep her informed. Well, I said I should be out of here by this time, and then dinner was ready, and I wasn't. Uh, story of my life. Uh, all right, so you are going to be on the ballot. Yep. And then there's a... Not yet, but... Uh, you're going to be. Yep. You are nominated. I and then there's the somebody paperwork. named Lisa... Crosby Catron. Yep. Crosby on there. So this is the third time she's run. She's had a different name. I don't know. I've, I've written down... Crosby so many times. <laughs> <laughs> so Lisa is running in Ward 2. She's going to be in the same race. Nobody's running against anybody. Dakota wrote against Democrat Jerry Walden, against They're Democrat Jeff Han Hancock. In this corner. No, I don't think it's, a, I don't think it's quite like seven. that. Way. 221 yeah. pounds. You have a number of the civil libertarian. servants that are all applying for the same job. So uh, Lisa is going to be in the in the Ward 2 race. Very exciting. She she ran a strong campaign without, uh, without really getting out and knocking on a whole lot of doors last time. I think this will be a much more active campaign for her. And from the conversation we've had with you, Mr. Guffey, it'll be very active. Yeah. I'm, I've, I'm reaching out to everybody I can think of. Have you, just uh, talking, have you started asking for money yet? Cause this is, you got a microphone and, uh, I hey, have not yet because mail me a check. What's the name of your campaign going to be? Elect Chris Guffey. So if somebody were to happen to mail a check to 1102 race street, attention, Newcastle, Indiana, four, seven, three, six, two, attention, elect Chris Guffey. That's you'd correct. Be able to con 
put that in your bank account. Yep. Going down Saturday to open that up. There we go. Hey, Chris, if you're going to be active, wear protection. Mm, always. I'm looking at you, buddy. Sand. <laughs> hey, I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> it's not 8 o'clock yet. You got to keep these kind of jokes down. Otherwise, uh, otherwise, uh, Kirsten Kronk's just going to stop are, watching altogether. There are young ears listening. <laughs> She's probably already put her kid to bed. <laughs> she, she saw Chase's on. You're our... Uh, you had 12 plus 40, 52 ounces. I'm going to say that you are 20 ounces in. Oh, boy. It's like... It's like two beer chase. Two beer chase. It's time to get dangerous. Man, mojitos. That'd be nice right now. All right. So this is I haven't had anything to eat, Jer. This is it. There are no more candidates. It's completely done. The election is decided. The mayor has been reelected. The clerk treasurer has been reelected. You are wrong, sir. Is is that not the case? That's not the case. What happens now? Well, the Republicans can still caucus somebody in. Uh they have that. Until July fifteenth. Is it July? Are you sure? I thought it was June. I think it's July. Okay. Well, they can caucus somebody Until in. Until the summer. And our convention's actually in recess, so if we have somebody that does want to run for Ward 1, 4, 5, at-large, and or mayor, or clerk treasurer. I saw them today. I saw the clerk treasurer and Brandy. Brittany. Brenda. Brenda. Brenda Greider at Ming's when I was eating my lunch. Did you talk mm. politics? No. They were over there by themselves and... Dakota I hates I want, Minks. I, I didn't want to disturb them. I do. I don't like Minks. I love Minks. But yeah, so we're still in we're we're in recess right now. So we are a uh, we are a show that really should not spend a lot of time bashing potential sponsors. I, just, I didn't just bash in them. general. I you love said Minx. I hated him. I don't hate him. No, just, you do not like Minks. I just prefer China Castle. I do like China Castle. China Castle sucks. I oh. love Minks. Oh, wait. I'll tell you what. I. They are China Castle is the most efficient phone call. You take that back. Give me, give me some of that efficient. black pepper chicken. Mm-mm-mm. That's Let's, not even real. That's mm-mm. not even real Chinese food. Let's get into the real discussion. What Mexican restaurant in town's the best? El Chili Poblano. Which one? Yep, you got to choose. Have, Hold on, you have two. You have to choose. Yeah, old the one in front of Marsh. Or the original one. The one by Marsh? No. Or no, the one on uh, road 3. The one by Highway Liquors. Cuz I know for a fact they have like 34 ounce beers for five dollars. They have them They're at both huge. locations. Both well, I, I've never been in the one by Marsh. Yeah, man. The one by Marsh is a, is a lands. It's the uh, landslide's better. Okay. I like the uh, the space in the uh, in the one by Marsh better. I agree. Or the former Marsh, the yeah. corpse of Marsh. It is bigger. Bigger Dude, is always better. And they have a bar. That's what I've heard. They have a legit bar. They do. The other so one's nice. an old Pizza Hut. Yeah. Well, Pizza Hut and King you know, Gyros. It's just Linda's. Sometimes I mean, you want to go, want to go where everybody knows your name. <laughs> All right, for me that's Buffalo Wild Wings. It is. It is after eight o'clock. Tiffany, if you're listening, Buffalo Wild Wings, please sponsor us. We can now take the wheels off the bus. Chase, this is uh, this is this it, is buddy. this is a difficult moment for all of us. What, uh, Chase? I I, don't I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to have to come to this, but your performance has been lacking. We've, there have been some we've, comments by some major donors. We've warned, we've warned you over and over again to stop <laughs> dropping the F word. Is it because I said the fuck word? <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> Let's You're fired. not fire him. Let's just, maybe a suspension? <laughs> You're suspended. Maybe, a suspension. maybe we'll say you've been reassigned for a while. We'll so see. I got we'll, we'll suspend you just like Twitter suspends people. <laughs> I got a new job. <laughs> you got a new job? Wait. 
I don't want to say where because I have work, enough people that hate me. Your new you can't job? work here and somewhere else. That is unacceptable. You can't cheat on us. You're, so technically, I have three jobs, and I'm not going to have enough time to do the show for a while. What so, does that mean? And so how does that the, affect fishing? Your other job is you're going to work for John Chow on, the, on North Sentinel Island. Yes. Yes. I've heard there's <gasps> a bunch of people in need for Christ, and I happen to know a lot about the Bible. Fun fact. I went to a Christian school for like 20 years. <laughs> That's weird. I thought you were going to Africa to search for the perfect blood diamond. You dropped out of Liberty University. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Actually, I got kicked out of Liberty University or suspended. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another suspension. But I did go to Trinity Baptist College. I didn't get you're, suspended you're from You're a college athlete. I am. Third I, baseman. I played baseball. Third baseman. You got to third Catch place in college, huh? And now look at you. <laughs> Drinking 52 <laughs> ounces of beer. Let me, son, let me tell you about the good old days so when you, I was in so, high school. So you got another job, and all of a sudden now you yeah, can't work here anymore. I won't, be, I won't have enough time to do the show for a while. I'll be back. But you can call in from North Sentinel Island. Listen, I'll we do, can a, do Skype now. Satellite phones. I'll I would, have enough time to do a couple shows. I would like to talk I, to the Sentinelese tribe as well. I'll definitely be back on a, a, um, an almost full-time basis by the beginning of the new NFL season. That That's way, so far away. That way I can talk shit about Chrissy, Aver- Chrissy Avery's crappy lions. <laughs> can you talk any crap or shit about uh, the new terrible quarterback for the Washington Redskins? Yeah, how do you feel about that, Chris? Um, hey, look at this. Hody Johns. Honestly. Hody Johns graduated from Liberty University. Him, Did you really? Look at him bragging about <laughs> having graduated. On campus or <laughs> online? Yeah, uh, Liberty LibertyUniversity.net doesn't count, Hody. You've yeah. got to really have been in Virginia. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Hody, that I partied more than Praying you did. To, I'm sorry that you were such a loser that you graduated from whoa, college. Whoa, whoa. Is Wait, it true that you have to pray to Jerry Falwell? Hey, listen. His son was pretty cool. He grew a beard. I got to hear a lot of cool people speak there. You heard Rand yeah. Paul speak there, did you not? Uh, yeah, I heard, heard Rand Paul. Heard I heard Sarah Palin. Glenn Beck. I, I don't know if I heard Glenn Beck. You called I me. Think, you called me and told me from okay. there. I don't remember that. <laughs> I must have been hey. drunk during that one. That's uh oh man. So in other news, ah, uh, he said it was online. Yeah, of course, fake college. Ah, uh, it um, doesn't count. <laughs> Danny, co-host Danny, who never does the show anymore, called me this morning from Tokyo. Tokyo. How much did that charge you? I didn't cost me anything, but I bet it cost him some money. Uh, so I had a five-minute phone call from Danny, who was. Uh, I, hopefully he'll tell some stories when he comes back because it sounds like it's it's Bangkok in the Hangover. Oh boy! He, he look he sounds like he had a good old time. Five dollar make you holla. <laughs> so how do you feel about the the Redskins trade? I, I I'm not excited about it. Honestly, I think it's a I, great trade for him. I think he's just a band aid man. I don't. Yeah, but I don't you know. Got, man. It, I, honestly, you guys get Mark Brunel? I I don't even remember. They got uh, Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Six round pick. The guy who was terrible for the Rams. So basically, and then, and then was terrible for the Broncos. You traded a six round pick, and you got a seventh round pick, and, and you got Case Keenum. Yeah, and basically that sixth round pick probably wouldn't have even made the roster. We don't uh, know that. You know who was a six round pick? Who? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. You know who's a six round pick? Robert Mathis. Oh, no one cares about him. I'll tell you what. Tom Brady is the goat, but that's it, happened once in a lifetime. I, I do it have a question again. that nobody Not explained for the to me yet. Totally oh. off topic. Uh, Robert Mathis was, uh, he's pleading guilty this week to DUI. And uh, Dakota, are you familiar with this whatsoever? 
No. Do you know who Robert Mathis is? No. Do you know who Tom Brady is? Why would I care? So this is this is a news story. So the Indianapolis Star says Robert Mathis is going to plead guilty to a DUI. What are you opening up now? Hold on, I'm saving it for a second. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Finish your story. Robert Mathis is going to probably be a Hall of Famer, but he was on a sleeping pill and he blew a .052, and yet he's still going to plead guilty to a DUI. What? Yeah. Dang. Where was he? Indy at? Star story. He was in Indianapolis. .05. Jesus. Former Indianapolis Colts defensive end Robert Come Mathis on, is expected to plead guilty to a 2017 charge of operating a vehicle while intoxicated. It's, because, it's probably because of pills. OWI. Mathis, now a pass rush consultant for the Indianapolis Colts, has been scheduled to go to trial Thursday, so it would have been today, but the court appearance was canceled after both parties reached an agreement. Mathis is set to enter his charge of change of plea during a March 12th hearing. The Colts career sack leader was stopped early October 24th after a the police in no. Carmel, <laughs> it's a Carmel Indiana, said they spotted him traveling the wrong way and nearly striking a street sign on Windermere Boulevard. Could happen to anybody. A police report said Mathis had consumed whiskey and taken a sleeping aid, in parentheses, in a field test. Mathis had Quotation shaky balance. Marks. Yeah, Quotation whatever. Marks. Quotation marks. Uh, Mathis had shaky balance and appeared confused, the report said. A breath test revealed Mathis was driving with a .052 blood alcohol level below the .08 standard at which a driver is presumed to be drunk. So I read that story, and I said, what in the heck is happening? What's illegal there? So can you not have uh, cold medicine and a beer in your system and drive home? Well, we'll find out. I may need picked up. Oh, we'll find boy. out. I have a little, a little bit of Sudafed in me. Because so, the show must go on, 103 in a row. On, we can't let's, cancel Let's it. get to Chase's gift over here. Hold on, hold on. No, Chris. <laughs> so were you excited over Alex Smith? Yeah. I okay. So were you? Did you like? I wasn't um, excited, but for me, it was. We got him and Kirk Cousins. To me, are pretty much interchangeable. Alex Smith is a little bit smarter with the ball. Yeah, he can actually run the ball. Alex Smith is number one overall pick. So, um, we got Alex Smith, who, like I said, is interchangeable with Kirk Cousins, but we got him cheaper. So, honestly, man, Case Keenum's like one step below. Both of those guys, I, I don't, I don't think that was a bad trade. We'll see. Chase, what's in the so. picture frame? Okay, so since this is my last episode, since uh, the Patreon members don't pay enough to actually pay us, <laughs> um, I had yes, to get so our very generous people, we, we, you're going to throw rocks at them. <laughs> we now. love you. That seems consistent had, with the Chase. I had to mode. get another job, and now I can't do the show for a while. I got you guys a gift since this is going to be my last episode. Okay. I've had this picture for a long. Your last time. episode ever. No, for a while. Maybe forever. I don't know. I don't know if you guys will invite me back. But anyways, this is a picture I've had for a while. We're adding you to the group chat next week and expecting you to show up. That's okay. Maybe I will. Oh, actually, I can't do next week. You can? I actually can do next week because uh, I'm working day shift next week. So next week will be my last show. <laughs> um, but anyways, we're just building up to it. <laughs> I saw a ghost. Chase was here. We don't know why. I thought you quit. Spoiler you alert. <laughs> John Snow dies. <laughs> what, what have you got? So anyways, I've had this picture in my possession for a long time. It's a picture of us three in high school together. Um, and I, I expect you guys to keep this on the Chris, table. You're going to have to go zoom in. 
I expect you guys to keep this on the table somewhere visible. While you're gone? While I'm gone. Okay. In memoriam? Preferably by that chair where I usually sit. Let me see it. (laughs) 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 That was uh, my senior year of high school at church camp. Oh, God. This is... uh... So this is a photograph. He, he, he literally <laughs> printed out. This was some Joseph Stalin type Photoshop. <laughs> Chase printed out on copier paper a picture of Jeremiah's face. <laughs> From my wedding. Cut it out. Yeah, and then, I picked a good picture of you at least. And then pasted it over. Who, did I, who got covered up? Uh, Kyle Logan. You covered up Kyle? Well, you can see him in the other pictures. So I expect you guys to keep that by my chair. Kyle's in that picture. Oh, wait. No. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) I expect you guys to keep that on this table visible until I come back. Now, there are real pictures of us together. Yes. We hang out for fun sometimes. Well, I've had that one for a long time, and I didn't know what to do with it. And don't throw it away, because I will keep it. I like that picture. It reminds me of my younger self. Really like the that was uh that was Virgin Chase. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very young in that picture. I'm wearing, a, I'm that wearing was a, before Dakota had a a full beard. <clears throat> I'm also wearing a flat bill hat. That won't happen anymore. It's a different uh, different style. <laughs> oh my gosh! So Merry Christmas. Why why couldn't you get me in color? <laughs> we didn't have. I don't have access to a color printer at work. The oh, the job work. that's firing you printed this. <laughs> I they, didn't they get paid fired. I still have that job. I when have two when jobs. they listen to this, you'll be fired. That's true. I actually I just have <laughs> some crazy camera. So right you're going to work. <laughs> as I understand it, you are going to. What are you doing? I don't want to say my new job. So you're going to want to lose that one. At job, old job. We'll call that job A. You're, yes, you've been job working. A. You've been working 14 hours a day. Well, I work and, and commuting. You've been working twelve-hour yes. days and commuting an hour each way to work. Well, I de- technically yes. and now and now you've signed up to work at job B for nine hours a day ten. and commute and ten hours a day. And your plan is is that you're going to work both jobs until they figure out that you're working two jobs. No, for one thing, <laughs> I already told the first job I had so if that he- I was getting another job, but I didn't plan on leaving. Hold on, over under. Let's make a bet. So I, I'm, I'm we're still under? setting this up. Let's not let's not do the over under yet. Okay. So you're going to work 12 hours a day at job A and nine hours a day at job B. Technically, I'm working eight hours a day at job A, and I'm driving an hour each way. So that's we'll say that's ten. Ten plus lunch. Toss yes. in a lunch an hour. Well, no, so that's, that's including 11. lunch. That's including. You lunch. really short those people. No wonder they're firing you. Well, I'm you I'm working through lunch. I don't usually eat a lunch. So so you go. Uh, we'll call that 11 hours. Yes. Plus eight at the other job, plus a uh, little community time, nine at the other job. Basically, I did the math. So it's like twenty hours a day. If I work through lunch at my at job A at job A, and I show up a little earlier than I usually do, which I should be able to, I I can get about four to five hours of sleep, which is about what I get now. I just won't have any off time Monday through Thursday. Are you trying to get us to reschedule the show? Yes, so Saturdays I'm good. So so Tradio, <laughs> Tradio with Chase can still exist on Saturday yes. mornings. Well, probably not Saturday mornings because I'll probably be asleep. <laughs> but, so, so the over-under on how long Chase is going to be able to keep this up. Uh, you Brantley's, go first. Brantley's saying two weeks. 
Oh, Brantley. Oh, Brantley. Brantley, you don't know Chase that well. You were, I'm a don't. hard... Okay, for, for one thing, I, I realize I look like a millennial, <laughs> but I'm a very hard worker. Hold on, I've hold on. I've worked long hours my whole life. Let's let's not you brag on yourself until everybody gets their bets Okay, in. all right, all right. Guffy. I don't know. But look at him. He's just marvelous. I'm going to go with... Seven weeks. Under? That's pretty long. No, over. Over seven weeks. Yeah. I don't think Chase quits either job. Damn it. That's what I was going to go with. <laughs> I think, and this is dark, could you please buy a life insurance policy and name the show as a beneficiary? Like a million bucks would probably get us through. So you think I'm going to die. Uh, this is, so what I'm thinking is that you are you are a dedicated son of a bitch. And at some point, you're going to fall asleep and cross the center line. And, and I'm saying at six <laughs> weeks... Chase is going to work 20 hours a day and and crash his truck again. It's a possibility. That's what I think is going to happen. That's a scary thought because I do have to drive a while to go to job A. Yeah. So I'm I'm just a little worried about that. I don't think you'll have any trouble actually doing the work, but I think you're going to sleep deprive yourself and not uh, not have the proper work-life balance because we're not letting you out of Thursdays. You're still going to have to call in. Well, I, I'll from, call in for a for, few minutes. On, from your breaks. Yeah. So, or if you, you guys wanted to move the job to Friday nights when I'm free, you think Katie we, would go for that? No, probably not. It's date night. Probably not. Now we've moved date night to Saturday night. But I mean, I, I give him eight weeks. Okay, I'm going six. So if today is, uh, we have to put it on the whiteboard up there, Dakota. Uh, we are going to go what day? You know, We're not cavemen. We don't need a whiteboard. On the blackboard. We, we, ha- we had a chalkboard. What do we, we use have it for? We have technology. No. I'm going I'm going to give me until No, you can't bet cuz you control it. <laughs> I'm going to so, say you're behind the wheel on this, Chase. <laughs> sometime sometime in June. Possibly longer, possibly shorter. Man, we'll see. you got to you got to daylight saving times changes this weekend. I'm, I'm giving you 2 months. 2 months. Okay, that's so, that's a fair so here's fishing. what it'll be. Jeremiah, you get the 22nd of April. There we go. Through the 28th. That'll be six weeks. All right. I'll get the 29th of April through the 5th of May. And then Dakota gets the 6th through the 12th of May. $5. What? $5. $5 each in the pot. Okay. okay. All right. What do I get if I go longer than that? Well, first of all, you get overtime. <laughs> <laughs> you get to you- pay bills. I'm only. You I'm get only a firm putting, handshake. I'm putting the five dollars towards, um, towards the ring fund. Okay. I'm right. putting my five dollars towards Chris Guffey's council campaign. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Screw the ring fund. I'll have enough Me money. Too. I'll have two jobs. <laughs> 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 so, listen. I had a thought and I lost it. Are keep you going? Uh, keep going. <laughs> if, if you didn't have such an expensive Budweiser habit, do you think maybe you could just have one job? Probably. Nah. Just do it. I'm interested. Yeah, I'm, like I'm interested Nike. to see how you can do it. I th- honestly, I think I'll be fine. Remember, it's going to be rough the first week I'm doing both jobs, and then I think after that I'll be okay. Do you think you're going to miss a social life, it'll or be, do you think work's fun enough? It'll be rough for more than one week. I don't do a lot through the week. I play video games. The first um, most here's of my what's going to happen. Live in Florida, other than you guys. Twenty one days, Chase. Uh, are we dead? We're right here. No, dude. but Thursdays are nice. I've you know? worked. I've worked sixteen hour days, yeah. seven days a week, for four weeks. I can tell you what's going to happen. Oh, there's real money on the line. Uh, if Chase doesn't last six weeks, I'll give the show an extra five dollars a month. So if it's under six, 
we come out five bucks ahead. I need you to quit next week. Well, anyway, it's for the good of the show. <laughs> I've worked because that la- that offer goes on forever. When I worked landscaping, uh, I worked at least fourteen hour days, if not longer, majority of the time I worked there, and it was six days a week for the most part. Yeah, and you get to a point to where you just get numb. So yeah, I. You do. And I'll, then you fall asleep but, and cross the center line, and it's all yeah. over. Here's here's what's going to happen. That first week, you're going to be pretty amped up. Yeah. Because you're going to be excited. Like, this is happening, and it's your first week on a new job. You're going to have a lot of stimulation. The second week is this newness will still be there. You'll be pretty tired. The third week, you're going to start getting numb. The fourth week, you'll be numb again. But by the time you get to eight weeks... You're going to be so tired and numb and grouchy that Katie will either make you quit (laughs) (laughs) or make you wish you had (laughs) or she will just quit you. Ooh. (laughs) That's the wrong response, Chase. (laughs) You could save money on that ring. No, I don't mean it like, ooh, I hope that happens. I'm just like, oh, snap. (laughs) Yes, that's the way you said it. So <laughs> we should cut this. We should cut this now. He's digging a hole. I really didn't mean it that way. Okay, I'm like three, four beers in. Okay, I be- don't. I believe you. I believe you, friend. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, man, we're always on your but side. But that's that is the reasoning behind my guess of two months because I think two eight- months is a good time. And and the goal is that job B is going to relocate you to. To the time schedule of job well, A. I Fix hear, his mic. He's, he's so far off. He's, he's sorry. I hear that the FBI has really good insurance. So I should be okay You're on gonna that. You're going to be Burt Macklin. FBI. Yeah. Burt Macklin. Um, <laughs> we just talked about the FBI. And fun how fact. You don't, I don't think you want to work for them after what we just heard. A fun fact. In that picture was like two weeks after Dakota lost his virginity. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think I lost my virginity that long, that young. <clears throat> yeah, you did. That was my senior year of college. I, we've had this conversation. Of college? I mean, senior year of high school. We've had this conversation. Mm, I don't think so. Yeah. I yeah. think I was just lying to you so that you thought I was a man. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. All right. So our thoughts I've and heard prayers. from multiple sources. <laughs> <laughs> Our thoughts and prayers go with uh, with Chase. Other people I lied to. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a lie if you believe it. Yeah. Um, well, we're gonna miss you. I'm gonna miss you guys too. This so, is this just seems wrong. I'm still not adding you on. Facebook. Some of us, some of us are committed. <laughs> yeah, I would have added. I would have added Chris in that picture, but he didn't add me on Facebook, so I couldn't <laughs> steal any of his. He's still the new guy here. That's Have you? True. I mean, it, when you're quitting a show or getting suspended, you normally are supposed to find your replacement. What replacement have you found for us? Uh, well, I can cover next week, <laughs> and then after we already that, found a, Spangle's supposed to do next week. Okay, no and Chris problem. Bilbrey's on. I mean, I don't want to make you feel unwanted, but uh, no big. I mean, I mean, I. It's just that we moved on. I really, I really don't need to do next week. I'm just <laughs> saying I could if something came available. So, I mean, we were supposed to have a fourth co-host over here. But then someone got sicky poo. So, poo. The sicky poo. All right. Jerry, are you ever going to start Game of Thrones? I saw the one scene. <laughs> the shame scene. Isn't that enough for you? Shame. 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 
strange. I'm I'm slowly working my way through the. Uh, <laughs> Hody is crying. Hody is. Uh, oh, Jason Harold <laughs> says if you do last six weeks, he's going up an extra five dollars. Oh, so we're, we're we're coming out ahead either way. We're rich anyway, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna miss Hody. <laughs> Hody says he's actually pretty upset. The plus side is he won't have to earmuff the kids anymore. Downside is that the sports side is gonna go downhill. No kidding. Well, actually, Chris, Chris said he's gonna he's gonna drop that fuck bomb. <laughs> um, at least once a week. For, Brantley said that just he's for Brantley. Open. We can't have Brantley. He's uh he's a bit of a cripple and, and a pirate, I, man. I'm gonna be honest. He's, he's right now he's got the one eye, and I I can't let True. a guy with one eye on our podcast. You can't trust a man with one eye. That's not mystery. good. It, it adds to the mystery of Brantley's life. <laughs> if well, you remember, <laughs> we came up with a story that you were going to share that you were going to go on a search and rescue mission for John Chow on North Sentinel Island. I think that we can come up with a pretty good story of why Brantley Spicer is wearing. An That's eye gonna patch. be my next shot. <laughs> there was an, there was a person with an eye patch at my wedding, and I never heard so much whispering in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a there's a lady with an eye patch at your wedding. <laughs> no, <laughs> really? Where? <laughs> so oh, man. I heard bad news. Disfigurements today. for a thousand today. <laughs> this is oh. for Hody. I heard bad news today. They're gonna Bears are gonna trade Jordan Howard, or they're talking about it. I'm gonna be really sad when that happens. He was like my favorite player for. Two or three years. Uh, final, final Bears news piece, uh, Chase. Well, <clears throat> we've, we've been we talking. Signed, we signed a kicker named Blewett, <laughs> which honestly, I kind of like it. Uh, I don't know how we're going to go on without uh, without Chase's Bears Bears sadness. Well, it's going to be happiness next year. Oh, of course, it is. Okay, I like to think that the Bears are going to keep Jordan Howard. They're going to use them the right way like they did the, the two years prior to the last year. And we're going to get a, a kicker who is pretty good. I think we found him. His name's Blew It. <laughs> I like people who blow it. You don't think he just blew it? No. No, he did. He, he played pretty well at Pitt. He probably won't even make the real roster, to be honest. I think we're going to sign like Dan Bailey or something. As long as it's not Blair Walsh, I'll be happy. You don't like in-conference in kickers? Well, the Viking kicker is just too much for you. If we, he was, was he in Seattle after that? Blair I Walsh? don't know. I, all I know is I've seen him miss like two really big kicks in the playoffs for the Vikings. And if we sign him, we're officially the new Minnesota Vikings. Cousin Rick is a is a huge Viking fan. Uh, well, I'm yeah. sorry, man. Yeah, Blair Walsh went to the. Uh, he's a he's a Seahawk now. He's a winner. No, he's not. They lost in the playoffs. Uh, other sports news: the IndyCar season re- restarts uh, this week. In St. Petersburg, Pato Award has been uh, named. I thought you said sports news. Pato Award has been named to the uh, second Carlin. <laughs> oh, in other sports news, <laughs> LeBron James just passed Michael Jordan and uh, all all time scoring points. Did Michael Jordan ever miss the playoffs? Goat. He, he, Michael Jordan's the goat by far. Did Michael Jordan ever miss the playoffs? Let's see, because LeBron's about to. LeBron's yes, played for like a hundred years. Did he? Did he miss? Yeah. Early on. Early in the season, he's early. never lost the finals though. Yeah, yeah, he's never. But LeBron James has played for like a hundred years, and Michael Jordan was t- retired for like three years total, and he also played like four years of college. Well, then and he LeBron James, LeBron I, James didn't do any of that. I'm ignoring the Wizard years; those don't count for Jordan. Only the Bulls years. Yeah. So technically, LeBron James should have passed MJ like LeBron seven James. years ago. LeBron James. <laughs> so LeBron James sucks. 
He threw he threw the basketball off the backboard yesterday. Did y'all see Kanye's new ride? Oh. His oh, new car? That um Zachary His his new Lamborghini. With uh, them wheels, man. He designed his own wheels. Did you see Tristan Thompson cheated on Chloe again? I sure <laughs> did with Jordan. Because she's the <laughs> ugly Kardashian. Oh my gosh. Even after she had all the work done? They kicked Jordan out though. <laughs> <laughs> they kicked Jordan out. Uh, I believe she, that uh, what's her name is home. the uh, world's youngest millennial now, or the no, world's youngest millennial. She's Dakota's the world's youngest millennial. She's the world's billionaire? youngest billionaire. Oh, uh, uh, Kylie self-made. Jenner. Kylie Jenner, self-made. No, Ray J made that. See, Jason Harold, IndyCar <laughs> is the best racing. There we go. Somebody's on my side. Yeah, but racing's still not a sport. Did you enjoy it's the, the best Indy racing? Ray yeah. J made all those. I enjoyed the Indy Five Hundred because I was wasted. Right. And you don't think the fans in St. Pete will be wasted this weekend I, having a great time? I think I saw cars go around the track maybe for a period of two minutes. That's okay. I've never been. It's really fun. You should go. And I'm not going. <laughs> I don't care you if you go, go or not. It's fun. It's, listen, man. If you want to go, there's a. we'll find a way. We'll find a spot I'm for you. I'm trying to decide My if I'm going to go this, week, week? this year or go to Florida for the weekend. So we'll see. We'll see which one. Uh, that a tough choice. For I'm you? pretty sure I've got a parade. Well, uh, you know, the, the following day. I actually really enjoyed the Indy 500. I'd pick so, Florida every, all day. Yeah, we'll we'll see how it works out. There we go. All right, this has been fun. Next week, uh, Chris Bilbrey's on. We don't know about Chase. Uh, Chris Spangle, he's kicking around the idea of coming by. I'm uh, taking the next week off. This is officially my last episode. I quit. We uh, <laughs> we have. You can't quit. You're fired. I, I already gave you guys my picture. I can't afford another gift. Uh, Elizabeth Potter says she has extra, two extra tickets to the Indy 500. I, I, I see. Perhaps, perhaps you could uh, you could talk her into something. Well, I've got a. I'm pretty sure I've got a parade that following day. Yeah, it's a matter of how you do it. Uh, it I know. don't think you've ever been to the parade, sir. You, oh you, no. You bounce. No, no, no. Can't do that. Can't do that. Indy 500 is uh, is Christmas for me. Sarah, what's for dinner? Uh, grilled pork tenderloins. Ooh, she's she's in the chat reminding me I've got to go home. I have some leftover All right. Chinese. All right. From, from from Kings. Yeah. Let's wrap it up, boys. Right. This has been fun. We'll see you all next week. Then let's do a final episode. We have final thoughts? I think we're good. I think that last whole 30 minutes I think that was final it. thoughts. <laughs> Goodbye, Chase. It was nice knowing you guys. <laughs> Fuck you, Christy. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network, and I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk, which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to WeAreLibertarians.com and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at WeAreLibertarians.com. <laughs>